Hey, what's up? Welcome. Hi. Hello. Yep. Yippers. Whoopie doop boop boop. It's another episode of Space Time Taco. <laughs> Nate, I'm I'm not well mentally right now. Not in a bad way. The normal way. I'm I'm you know. We've got five days. We've got five days. Five days right. until extra life. When this podcast comes out, it will be I'm gonna say four days. Mm-hmm. Putting it into the world, hopefully that I put it out tomorrow. Maybe tonight. I might do it tonight. Who knows? Um, it will eventually be out before the the extra life stream. Um, which hey, yeah, guess what? Extra life twenty twenty two, starting October twenty ninth at eight a.m. I'm gonna be awake for twenty three hours. Nate will be awake for five. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's right. I'm Chris, aka Tom Marito. That's Nate, aka Little Teapot. And this is like our. I, I don't want to. I think it's a hundred and. It's either 60 something or 50 something. I don't remember. Episode one, Kajillion. We're getting close to 200. We want to do something special for 200? Absolutely. Okay. Let's do something special for all of those hundreds. Okay. We didn't do anything for the last one, but there was also. Pandemic? I believe so. It sounds plausible. Um, <laughs> what I did, I think, was just make it so it went from season one to season two. Um, actually, no. Whenever season one to season two happened is when I actually changed. Uh, I think it's when we started doing from home only was when mm-hmm. it changed over to that. So anyway, Nate, it's a it's a very slow news month. And I mean month. Um so I'm gonna say let's say fucking and get rid of all this stuff super fast. Uh the the shortest story, um, the Resident Evil Four remake. Looks mm-hmm. fucking good, man. That shit looks good. I'm excited. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I read a series of tweets. Someone made one in jest. Mm-hmm. Uh, complaining about they were joking. This is entirely a joke, but they wrote a quote, quote unquote or tweet, complaining about the lack of Ashley's best assets. <laughs> oh, they were talking about her ears. And yes. So someone had someone was like, there'll be like 50,000 mods where you'll run around with her naked tits flopping everywhere. You don't have to worry about it. He's like, what do you mean? I'm talking about her big Dumbo ears. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny because they really, every shot that you see of the new game, it really is like her hair is covering up her ears. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Cats fighting too close, and I want to kick their butts. <laughs> um, yeah, that I I did see that. I thought that was funny. Uh, but anyway, fucking the game looks great. I don't know. Did you look at it? Have you looked at any of the uh, the video they put out? I have looked at it because out of all the Resident Evils, and I can't really say this definitively i never played much of one two or three i played some of them um but this these games released when i was a kid so understanding like tank controls and stuff like that did not click with me then Mm -hmm. but uh re4 was my favorite out of all of them um mostly because you got a lot of guns and got to do cool things with those guns (laughs) um i liked it because it really was like hey uh you know 
you know the whole thing where you um, kill zombies by shooting them in the head? Yeah, that's not going to work exactly how you want it to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the Plagas were also kind of the basis for another one of my favorite sort of survival horror games. Um, and that's Dead Space. Their whole, like... The whole severing the limbs thing in Dead Space was heavily inspired by RE4 because of that transformation that enemies go through when you mm -hmm. start, you know, whacking off certain body parts. That sounded inappropriate. The weak spot is the penis. <laughs> I'm going to cut that quiet part down so much. <laughs> Now, on the other hand, in the video, I'm going to, like, make it zoom in on both of Rise being like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I never, that's the only game that I really played. I've, um, I was never a big Resident Evil fan. Um, but I played 4. I never beat 4. My brother beat 4. I watched him play through 4. Uh. So I'm, I'm like, oh, I'll probably give this a full shot, maybe. I don't know. I don't have time to play games. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I like visually. I'm like, I'm all for this. From what I hear, they're fixing everything that made the original one, you know, what it was—an older, older uh, game. Um, that a lot of people I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, Resident Evil Four is new enough; it doesn't need a remake. Um, and I like I understand to a certain extent, but like even if it was just a, a quality of, quality of life kind of thing, um, mm -hmm. I think that's enough reason. Because like Wind Waker, Wind Waker HD, I don't care if it's graphically slightly better than the original. I'm sure it's more than slightly, but the the HD remaster or whatever they gave you the sail, the speed sail, swift sail from like the beginning. Um, or at least much, much earlier on, um, they just made so many adjustments to the game itself that just made it play so much better. Uh, mm -hmm. And, like, visually, I always loved that game, but it was a lot of sailing that took for fucking ever. Um, and the remake, I think, just made everything better, and that's why it's one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. Um, and I'm like, hey, if you do that, you take that idea and do it to the Resident Evil 4 title yeah i'm 100 percent in i mean people fucking love two or one or two and one two and three um mm -hmm. one never got a full like remake did it no one got a i guess you could call it a re-release it's not really i guess you call it a remaster really mm -hmm. um they did update graphics and everything like that but the gameplay is exactly the same as yeah still tank controls and everything yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and I mean, I know people fucking loved 2 and 3, 2 more than 3, um, mm -hmm. so I'm hoping this has as big of a reaction from that group. Um, speaking of people that love their horror games and new versions of it, uh, we also got fucking shit ton of goddamn um, Silent Hill news, and I'm really annoyed, annoyed that the thing I had open has closed somehow, and now I gotta go find it again. <clears throat> um, but no, the other day, it's it's funny, because it was like, pit, pitched as like, hey, here's the a whole day of Silent Hill, uh, or a big Silent Hill, like, 
live stream kind of thing and they ended up not doing it as a live stream i think i don't know if it was a mistake part of me thinks it was a mistake but instead of it releasing as like a live stream that you had to watch it as it come out like a premiere or something like that um it got dropped as one full video so like the news articles for it were very quickly it's like okay zoom forward zoom forward zoom forward <laughs> like in between people just <laughs> talking about shit they're like oh let's just get all the main top level stuff and then have all the other uh individual like beefier articles come out about it um and yes i'm saying this all while i'm trying to fucking find that goddamn article can can we talk <laughs> about these websites just not knowing how to fucking put everything all in one spot there we go god damn um first thing they showed off which was oddly enough something that got quote unquote leaked technically um we kind of knew it was coming um silent hill 2 is getting a remake uh from bloober team the team behind i believe they've done a couple other remasters in my mind's blanking on those um but it looks fantastic. Uh, oh, okay, so Blooper Team has done um, Blair Witch, The Medium, Observer, uh, Layers of Fear. Um, all of those are really good. Well, at least I don't know too much about Blair Witch, but I've heard really good things about the other ones. Uh, oh, for some reason I was thinking they were another group. Um, if you have not played Layers of Fear, holy fuck, that thing is its spoopy. Super spooky. Um, Did they make any pachinko machines? No. These are real teams. All these games are real <laughs> games, Nate. I'm telling you now. Um, but no, it's the full remake of the... the I believe... At this, I think Silent Hill 2 was like the favorite of the whole series. Um, it looks great. Uh, it definitely, again, is going to be one of those like, hey, we're taking the game that you love and making it not feel like an old-ass fucking shit shit game on playstation 2 um <laughs> even if it was it was a playstation 2 or was it a playstation 1 i think it was 2 yeah i just saw it on in a classic game store the other day for like 150 dollars um mm. after that we got a game it's a spin-off called silent hill townfall which is being made by no code studios the developers behind stories untold uh and that's going to be more of a um not so much episodic, I guess, kinda, um, but more like uh, narrative-driven kind of content within the world of Silent Hill. Um, mm -hmm. It is being published by Annapurna, Annapurna, which you know, hey, everybody fucking loves them. Um, they're getting <laughs> up there. They're getting up there with as good publishers as like Devolver and and uh, Tiny, Tiny, fuck. What, why can I not remember? Why is that blanking on my name right now, Nate? Is it Tiny Build? Yeah, Tiny Build. Thank you. Jeez. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we also got... Another spinoff. So many spinoffs. Uh, Silent Hill F, which is set yeah. in 1960s Japan. Narrative-driven spinoff. Written by acclaimed Japanese writer Ryokishi 07. Hmm. Uh, oh, who created visual novels like Higurashi? Like Higurashi, Higurashi? Like Higurashi no Kori ni Kai? Like, <gasps> like Higurashi, Higurashi. Yes. Oh, I was already kind of interested in this, and now that I found out that, 
I cannot fucking wait because Higurashi is one of my favorite anime. It is so fucking it, it's fucked up. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, the, it is fucked up, but that's because it's based on very fucked up material. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a spinoff will juxtapose a beautiful and terrifying world and focus on psychological supernatural mysteries of Silent Hill. Um, let's see, we got the last game. I think this is the last game. Yeah. Um, oh wow, uh, Silent Hill Ascension, uh, potentially the most that's it, written on here we're on the IGN article um, mm-hmm. potentially the most unique announcement from the transmission Konami announced Silent Hill Ascension an immersive project where participants around the world will control the characters in a new Silent Hill story basically a let's play Pokemon version of a new Silent Hill story that will be live on multiple platforms um, that I don't know <laughs> there's there's some games some series that i feel like work with that kind of idea i don't know Mm -hmm. if silent hill ascension is is it gonna be like hey you leveled up your pyramid head um (laughs) am i going around murdering people no it may take a form of so what the game that pokemon go well that's it's not it's not pokemon go it's let's play let's like let's go play yeah like um like uh fucking pikachu and eevee Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought of something totally different. <laughs> um, no, I I don't know how this will work. I think we need to see more. You know, more basically. We need to see the actual mechanics in play. Um, I don't know. It sounds to me like it's another one of these sort of expanded media projects. It's less of a game and more of these little interactive AR style things for people to go through and discover that either leads to something really cool in the case of like some of the old overwatch ar stuff or Mm -hmm. is just extremely boring and a waste of everybody's time (laughs) yeah um and then the last thing that was announced um wasn't a game oddly enough it was a new movie the return to silent hill um which i believe is being pitched as like the actual return to the first Silent Hill. I think it's kind of like wiping the rest of the series. Um, I don't know. That's fine with me because... So, I dated a girl in high school who was obsessed with, like, the old Silent Hill movie that came out Mm -hmm. that had nothing, nothing to do with the games. The story had nothing to do with the games. Pyramid Head shows up, and that's, like, your Easter egg, and... She was obsessed with it because it had like this creepy little girl in it, and that was it. Yeah. Like, and I had to watch that movie like seven times. So, <laughs> all I hope is that, I mean, we've seen a resurgence of media, especially video game related media that actually pays homage to source material. Mm-hmm. I hope this stays in line with that, or you know, we'll just have another pachinko machine on our hands. No, no pachinko. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I like Silent Hill is one of those things where I don't know enough about it. I tried playing different games and it just wasn't my thing at the time, back in the day. Uh I like horror games a lot more than I used to, that's for sure. Um 
This is what wikis are for, man. Exactly, to a certain extent. But I, I kind of want to play this stuff. Uh, did to be honest, the fact that the new, the newest one, because I believe F is the one that is being considered the the mainline game, um, which is also what I currently have a plan for Nate if he can see it. Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I like the fact that it's moving from America to Japan. Big fan. I don't give mm-hmm. a sh- you know, eh, fucking, whatever. I'm tired of American stuff. I like Japanese stuff. I mean, think about how much fucking anime I've watched and. I mean, beyond that, it gives you as a U.S. player a chance to experience horror from a different perspective. Better like, horror. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's better in the sense that Japanese horror tends to be like more psychological, and in some cases, like body horror stuff as opposed yeah. to what we get here which is a lot of just slasher flicks yeah um this is more like usually like when you read like a japanese ghost tale the ghost has like fuck with somebody like a lot before anything bad happens to that person yeah <laughs> um so who knows i think it'll be interesting i haven't played a lot of silent hill myself but i know that they're remembered fondly in the gaming community yeah. some of the best survival horror out there. Um, I mean, to the point where, like, if we're talking old old game design versus new game design, these older survival horror games were survival horror. Like, the primary subject of your existence in this world was to just make it through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, I remember, what was it, Silent Hill 1 or 2, you got a gun in one of them very early on, and that gun basically did nothing to help you at all. <laughs> um, and so it's, I like survival horror games that focus on that stuff, where it's like, we're going to, we either give you something that normally you think is powerful, but isn't, or you just don't get any of that stuff because you're in an unfamiliar place where everything is trying to murder you all the time. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Uh, we got some time before any of that comes out. I don't know if they gave a specific date for anything. Um, eh. uh, speaking of horror stuff, just because we, we talked about it and it happens to be up while I was scrolling through things, um, just a funny little thing. Uh, the developers of the mod Fallout London um, cut both zombie Queen Elizabeth in Prince Charles from the game after her death, which uh, Nate and I agree. That's fucking bullshit, man. Come on. (laughs) Put that shit in there. I mean, we know why they did it. We just don't care. What? To respect (laughs) the dead? She didn't respect the living. Fuck that shit. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Make zombies out of horrible people so we can do nothing to them in any way. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so, Nate, that's really all we're doing news-wise. You, talking, you don't have to make zombies out of people coverage. for you in a Fallout game. You kill everyone you meet. Who are you talking about? Talking Me? about you, you fucking I am. Psychopath. I am a very nice person. I am, I am always good. The very first character you meet in Outer Worlds, you killed him without hesitation. Here's the thing. I say that, there's no video proof. I... While looking through some old footage from Extra Life, I have video proof of you doing that. After you did it. I don't know. There's no proof of me killing him. 
Only what? proof of you. The video proof is in my brain, all right? Ooh. <laughs> Nate is a murderer. Um, <laughs> well, only in video games, not in real life. Uh, allegedly. No, you don't have to say allegedly to that one, Nate. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my I've learned God. from all the other content creators that as long as you say allegedly, you can get away with anything. Okay. Um, well, Nate, let's move on to what we're having fun with what we're watching what we're reading all the playing and all that fun shit um because i have very little uh, i'll go through my shit real quick um i while going through my list of isekai anime because you know me i love to continuously read isekai nonstop all the time every time every day um mm-hmm. i uh Ended up stumbling across Bofuri. I can never remember how to pronounce <laughs> it. But uh, the fun little manga about the girl that goes into a VR a VR MMO and uh, puts all of her skills into defense. Um, I've watched the anime. We've talked about it pre- previously on here. We both have watched the anime, I think, right? Yes. Um, one thing I learned while reading it again, or reading it for the first time, uh, it is getting a season two. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do yeah. remember that was announced. Yeah, it's supposed. It originally was supposed to be coming out in 2022. Um, it has been pushed back to January 2023. Last time I saw, um, but I have caught up. I've now just, I think, this morning or last night, I caught up to where the first season ends. Uh, so from here on, it's all new content. I just wanted to see how much it differed or whatever. Just refresh myself in general. Um, God, it's such a cute, fun anime because it's not isekai it's technically similar isekai-esque isekisque isekisque i mean it's not really isekai because she's not technically in another world but it is it follows along with that sao line where it's like the virtual world your suspension of disbelief in the virtual world is so high that that becomes the world of the manga anyway well especially because like there are scenes where it's like oh here's food here's drink i'm like what Mm -hmm. oh yeah they aren't in a they are in a game they don't need to but i guess they do it for fun i don't know um i just love the fact that she breaks the game so thoroughly the game developers can't patch it fast enough to keep up with her well so and that's (laughs) the one thing i do like about the the manga is you get a lot more of you get a lot more of the forums which with the players of the game and you get a lot more of the the actual developers of the game in general talking and one of the things that they do is um it hits a point where they're like we're not going to patch it anymore um because for the long time for a long time in the series it's very much like hey we have to patch this for her she found this we got to fix these exploits uh and she basically is like we're not she has become a draw she has become a famous character within this game whether she wanted to or not and it is drawing more people into the game so we'll leave what we've done and moving forward nope mm. done wipe my hands of this she's gonna play the game <laughs> she wants so yeah i don't know uh haven't really watched much i mean we've been we're slowly catching back up on all of our other shows because both ghosts and uh abbott elementary are back um but beyond that i will say we have not watched the season the the final episode of jody as the doctor 
uh, that came out today. Kim and I will be watching that after this and possibly recording a little bit to throw in at the end of this. So, spoiler cast. Oh, fuck that. No, I won't throw it in here. I'm going to throw it in as a spoiler cast. Hell yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, beyond that, haven't really been watching or reading anything else. And uh, I don't know. I With me prepping for everything... When it comes to Extra Life, I haven't really been playing much at all. Um, mm-hmm. This is going to be a very Nate plays games heavy. <laughs> it is. Um, well, before we transition into games, I did read one thing. You mentioned Bofree, and I follow like several wholesome manga Facebook groups. Um, and so normally they're posting updates on different manga that come out, but it's all with that theme of this is a wholesome manga. Well, one of the artists, uh, Ziagoya, I believe is how it's pronounced, uh, they made a manga that I talked about on a previous podcast called My Divorce Crybaby Neighbor, <laughs> um, which has actually gotten very cute. It's on chapter 48, and I highly recommend reading it. Um but they started work on another one called When I Returned to My Hometown, My Childhood Friend Was Broken. Which from the title, of course, sounds not so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but basically this guy, I mean, the plot is in the title. A guy goes back to his hometown, finds his childhood friend, who is a girl, and she has completely changed from her looks to her personality to everything. And it seems, they haven't explicitly stated it yet, but it seems like she did something or some things so terrible in her past that she is constantly worried about how other people see her. Um, she is always worried that someone's going to judge her for basically anything she does, just for, like, breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's extremely paranoid and shuts down frequently, but... Uh, I got past, I want to say, let's see, where am I at now? Chapter 9, there are two more chapters out this month. So October 4th, Chapter 10 was released. October 14th, Chapter 11 was released. Um, So it's a story that's just beginning. I can't say a lot about it at this point. I'm not even going to try to, like, say, like, give it a review. I would just say if you're into these kind of things where you're reading more slice-of-life stuff rather than just over-the-top action or horror or whatever else you're reading, these are... The chapters themselves are nice short reads, and the art for this artist is definitely unique in the manga world. Um, no one else draws like this person does. So I would say give both of those a check out. Give all of their work a check out, honestly. They've got some stuff that's already finished as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah like so... you said, it is. it really is only like 10 chapters out at this point. That's yes. so weird. I hate I hate coming across manga like that, especially when it's like, <laughs> oh, I like this. Oh no, it's over already. The worst mm. is when it's like, hey, there's five chapters out. It's been three years since the last chapter came out. I'm like, fuck, it got canceled, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm one of the biggest fans of one of the most regrettably unfinished manga ever, and this is because the the mangaka who wrote it died. Um, that's High School of the Dead. That manga will never be finished, no matter how much... People have petitioned the company he published under and been like, hey, can you get someone else to do it? And they're like, no, we can't. Like, this is just out of respect for the author's memory at this point. We're not going to let someone else do this just so we can make some money on it. Is High School of the Dead the one with the boobs? The 
the, it's got a lot of boobs, man. The, the one with the, the sniper boob shot. Oh, yes. God, man. Fucking. The fact that you're upset that this anime is never going to be, or this mug is never going to be finished. So. <sighs> I'll just put it to the. I'll put it to you away, or if you were put it to me, right? Is it's one thing to have those things in there where you're trying to capture a certain audience by being sexy, but High School of the Dead is like kill a kill in a way. It's unashamed of its nonsense it does these things on purpose <laughs> now you say that but i the one thing i give kill a kill even though i personally not a fan <laughs> kill a kill the nudity is part of the plot yes um this is literally he uses a girl's boobs basically as a stabilizer when he takes a sniper shot and also said sniper shot passes through both boobs individually from them swinging back and forth. There is a difference. Again, I'm not a Kill la Kill fan, but I'm giving it to Kill la Kill in this regard. There is a difference. But again, this this whole entire manga and anime, the anime was great as well. I mean, it's just unashamed of its absolutely ridiculous just nonsense that happens in it. And I love that. <laughs> I love watching something that's silly because the people making it are themselves also silly. <laughs> but enough about that. Um, we'll just move on to video games now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, I want to share the gif. So there I found the actual gif of the entire scene yeah. specifically that I'm talking about. I'm like, I want to share this. But at the same time, I don't want to share this. Um <laughs> I mean, we couldn't possibly break TOS with it. So I don't know. We don't. We're not. We're not like a fucking ninja or whatever. No nah, man, there are like a thousand VTubers I watch who have been banned on and off several times for supposedly breaking TOS. But regardless of that, um, so out of the games I played this week, I tried three new ones. Um. Or I should say in the past two weeks. But uh, one of them I tried because I've had it installed on Game Pass for PC forever without touching it for some reason was Kill It With Fire. Mm -hmm. This is a game that Chris won't like because it's nope. all about spiders. It's all about <laughs> killing spiders and they're hidden everywhere in your house. And they make the creepiest noises when you find them. Um, <laughs> but yes, it is about killing spiders. You actually get a clipboard to start with and that clipboard is one of your weapons but also your mission tracker. <laughs> Um, and so you'll go around and kill spiders. There are, after you kill all the spiders in the area, there's like a boom box you can activate to, act, to do a challenge mode. Um, the first one was to kill five spiders with the revolver without missing, which is very hard to do because they're so small. Your revolver does not shoot very big bullets and you have six shots in it. So mm -hmm. if you miss one, that's all you get. <laughs> but, um... It's still a fun game. You can, as far as like a simple physics-based game, that's where the most fun is because you can just tear things apart and create absolute chaos in this game. Yeah, that's the one thing I, I remember when they announced it. It is, uh, like the <laughs> the shit that you can do, and it looks fun. If it was just mm -hmm. anything other than spiders. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fun, and I recommend anyone with Game Pass at least check it out. It's not a game that takes a lot of time to play. There's not a huge investment in this. Mm -hmm. You can literally just pick it up and put it back down. Um, 
But on to other things I've played. Overwatch 2 is out, of course, to mix reviews. But I played Overwatch 2, and my only issue with it is it I don't think it deserves the 2 label where it sits right now. This is not even really an Overwatch 1.5. This is like an Overwatch 1.1. Yeah. Um, basically, a lot of heroes got updated. The regular um, quick play and comp meta got changed to everything's 5v5 now and every team only gets one tank so the tanks are more essential than ever a lot of characters have been updated with different moves doomfist of all people is now a tank for some reason even though to play him well you just play him like a dps anyway <laughs> um they changed one of his abilities to a block ability and so when you block and people shoot at you that charges up your punch um it's not very effective as a blocking ability at all um no, a lot of characters got a lot of updates uh one of the biggest changes to the way the game plays now is there are no more abilities that just like instantly stun people anymore like i play brig a lot her shield hmm. charge no longer stuns um who else had a stun uh fucking anya anya, anya. no anya is anna? that the mom anna yeah. no anna no her sleep dart still works Oh, okay. Um, but there are no, like, instant stuns, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, May's gun is one of the big changes for her character as well. It no longer just freezes people when you hold it on them long enough. It does significantly slow them down. Yeah, but it I will saw not that. freeze them in place. Well, they changed this because her alt was meant to do that. The issue with just being able to lock people in place, especially in a 5v5 game mm-hmm. that relies on a single tank, you can have everyone grouped up in one spot and she can just run circles around them while freezing them. True. <laughs> um, so a lot of characters did get changes, but the changes, at least in my opinion, have been for the better. Um, oh, McCree. That was the other one. Sorry, Cassidy now. His name is no longer yep. McCree. Yeah, they changed that. Um, yeah, so his name is Cassidy now and his flashbang used to be an instant stun. They changed it to just be a sticky grenade. You can throw it at people, stick them with oh, it, and it does damage. That's interesting. Especially, yes. what the fuck's the point of having Junkrat then, if you're going to give those kind of things to... <laughs> well, Junkrat's still around. He hasn't changed much, but he is still, like, top-tier DPS. One, because he's easy as hell to play, and two, because his damage output is absolutely insane. Yep. <laughs> there are reasons but, why uh, I love Junkrat. I don't know. I've been having fun playing the game. I queue up mostly as tank and healer, because I just do not play DPS. Um, I hear a new you... healer they, uh, Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I hear if you, you queue up as a healer, it uh you definitely get in the games faster. <laughs> well, yes, actually. So when you go to queue up, it'll show you the estimated wait times for each individual role. Mm-hmm. You can also queue as all queue. Um, now, a lot of people have talked about the battle pass, which is a big change to it as well. There are no more loot boxes. I found that the battle pass is not nearly as much of a grind as some people made it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you complete three daily challenges, you'll get a ton of XP and you'll hit at least two tiers by that point. Um, it's not a huge grind. And even if it were, I mean, you have the option to just not buy the premium battle pass and just get the free stuff as well. Um, you know, play it how you want to play it. It's the same thing as any other battle pass in a game. Now our battle pass is kind of scummy. Yes. Are they less scummy than loot boxes? In my opinion, also, yes. It's um, so funny. You say that too, because I've seen so many people missing the, the loot boxes. Well, they're missing the loot boxes primarily because 
they think the battle pass is too grindy. Mm -hmm. They don't want to grind out a battle pass. They'd rather just have that instant, hey, I open a loot box and what I get is what I get. Yeah. But I'd rather have something where I know that if I invest time into the game, there are rewards waiting for me rather than I got a loot box and the rewards I get are random and in some cases duplicates of things I already got that don't even give me enough currency to go back and get more loot boxes. <laughs> Or get a skin or something like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, that being said, all your currency from the previous game, your coins from the previous game, do transfer over to Overwatch 2, so you can use those to buy some of the older skins. There's a new coin currency in Overwatch 2 that you can buy some new skins with, and the skins are now rotating in a shop as well. So, old skins will eventually be available through a shop. Okay. Um, the the biggest update I've heard so far is Bastion will be back in the game. Bastion was actually removed from Overwatch 2 when it first launched because in the beta he was entirely broken. He broken. Um, but they have seemed to have patched the glitch that basically gave him infinite alt time, and he's coming back into the game. Um, but for the last thing I played and the biggest thing I want to talk about is Gotham Knights. I was extremely excited for this game. I love all the Arkham games, and even though I know this game wasn't made by Rocksteady, Mm -hmm. It was made by WB Montreal, who did work on Arkham Origins. Um, that being said, if the name didn't give it away, this is not an Arkham game. You do explore Gotham City proper. Um, it is a open world sort of game as well. Uh, it's unique in its approach to the open world, though, because basically what happens is between the Belfry, which is sort of your home base, and the open world, you travel back and forth between these places. When you're in the Belfry, it's daytime, and the Bat family's kind of just hanging around. That would be Alfred, Jason Todd, Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, and Barbara Gordon. Um, four of those people you can play, as you can imagine. No, Alfred is not out there fighting bad dudes. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for DLC. <laughs> I mean, in Injustice, he did take one of the Superman pills and beat the absolute snot out of Superman. I was so. going to say, in the in in um, I think both the comics and the old show, he had dressed up as Batman multiple times. Oh yes, but uh, one of the things I well, let me talk about the stuff that isn't so great, the stuff that people have harped on for so long already, right? Mm -hmm. So the game, everyone was talking about the game's locked at 30 FPS. For a game that's locked at 30 FPS, it doesn't look bad. And as I've explained to people over and over again, most TV shows you watch are at 24 FPS. Your eyes don't notice the difference, honestly, unless you're doing something extremely quickly or need some kind of smoothing done to it. The animations are there. They're nice. They work, right? Mm -hmm. The only time you really notice any kind of frame rate issues is when you're on the bat cycle, which is another issue with the game entirely. Um, the bat cycle is kind of your fastest way around the city, but a lot of people said it didn't feel very fast. And I think the reason for that is one, the camera angle is so close to you when you're on the bat cycle, which um. just naturally makes things feel slow. Um, and two, Gotham is not a very big city in this game, honestly. Really? Um, driving from, like, one end to the other will maybe take you, like, four minutes. <laughs> it's okay. not it's not humongous by any stretch of the imagination. Um, that being said, it is a very detailed city, even though it, in traditional Gotham and Batman fashion, it is always raining at nighttime when you're out on patrol. 
<laughs> it never stops raining in Gotham. Um, but they did a good job of making the city detailed enough to keep your interest. You'll pass familiar landmarks and you'll look at that place and go, hey, I know that from a comic book or from a show I watched. Um, but... I mean, that's really all the bad I can say about it so far. As far as the good goes, uh, the game has a lot of stuff in there that's already built into Batman lore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was already revealed early on, so this really isn't a spoiler, but your main villains kind of are the Court of Owls in this. Yeah. Um, that being said, you do encounter other iconic villains as well. Um, so are, is a good I'm, portion I'm, of the game you just fighting Talon? Not um, really, no. Um, really? Actually, there's other gangs in the game as well. Um, so when you're out on patrol, you'll find crimes basically to do. Mm-hmm. As you start doing minor crimes, they give you, they add up to a bar, your clues bar basically. Then you, when you return to the Belfry, you learn about premeditated crimes, which then get marked on your map. And those crimes can be done by different gangs. Um, so far, the gangs I've encountered are the Freaks, which are like your basic, just like asshole punk kids gang who just want to go out and beat people up and cause chaos. You have the what they call well you have the mob, which is just all the like big rich criminal families coming together as one. Oh. Um you have I forget the name of this other gang, but they're like a tech gang. They use a lot of like high tech stuff like shot gauntlets and pulse rifles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and then, of course, you have the Court of Owls as well, which isn't just all talons. It's regular goons, too. Um, security guards and stuff like that who try to take you down. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but the game, one of the things I do like about the game is this does have a lot of RPG mechanics in it, but it doesn't really... I mean, it's not like other games. Like, if I think back to, like, Wolfenstein Young Blood, for example, if you weren't, like, at a certain level... There were just certain parts of that game you couldn't do. The oh, game yeah. was just... I mean, the game would just punish you severely for walking outside of a certain leveled area. <laughs> um, this game sort of gives you the option. It'll tell you, hey, this shit is probably outside your level, but if you're smart about your approach and you pay attention to your abilities and know what you're capable of with your specific character, you can get stuff done just as well. <laughs> How does um, it handle the swapping between characters, too? So, that actually happens in the Belfry, at the home base. So, at any time you're in the Belfry, um, there's a little section off to one side where all their costumes are hanging up. And you just walk up to one, and you press A, it gives you a little breakdown of the character, and then you press A again, and you can swap to that character. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to go out and patrol as that character, you can do. One of the best things is all the characters do level up in parallel. Okay. So... Yeah, so you, as you gain XP for one character, they're all gaining XP at the same time. They're all the same level no matter what. I personally haven't done a lot of character switching. Right now I'm playing as Jason Todd, Red Hood, and I'm having fun with See, him. See, I really thought you were going to play through the majority of the story as Barbara. I was thinking about playing as Barbara. Barbara was definitely... It was a coin toss, really, between yeah. Red Hood and Barbara. But Jason Todd, despite him being one of the worst Robins, is... <laughs> <laughs> um his revival as red hood made him one of my favorite characters in all of batman mythos um i mean that being said we don't have the worst robin ever in the game thank god um tim drake but 
No. <laughs> How dare you? Are you really saying Damien is the worst Robin? Damien is the worst Robin. Oh, Damien is the best. I don't know what's wrong with you. You have not read enough Damien books. I've read so much Damien books, and he's the same character in every book. He is a snarky, overconfident, in over his head little shit who constantly gets his ass beat and needs help. <laughs> but what do you expect from somebody that was raised by the fucking <laughs> League of Assassins that think they're the hot shit? I would expect them to have some actual skills. <laughs> No, um, no. The only time I liked Damian Wayne was in Young Justice because he's an actual. He gets to be an actual character in that show. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I would say the game overall. If you're familiar with the Arkham games, you're going to be familiar with some of the base mechanics in this game. There is some more stuff to learn gameplay wise. What I do appreciate the game for is that it has established lore already. When they said, when they told, when WB Games told you Batman was dead in this game, he is dead. He's not, like, secreted away somewhere, pretending to be dead and going to come back. He is mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> um, but, uh, no. It's got its own established lore. A lot of the characters you meet have taken sort of an unexpected turn. But a lot of the characters you meet also are kind of up to their old shenanigans you remember from the past. So it's got stuff for new and old fans of Batman. And... Is it like an excellent blow your socks away kind of game? Probably not. But is it a game for Batman fans? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of who I would recommend this to is if you're a Batman fan, if you enjoy the lore behind Batman, if you enjoy the Bat family, if you really got into the Court of Owls like I did when that storyline first came out. I mean, it's a really you're good gonna like this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, you're going to like this game a lot. So, I would say give it a try. Uh, don't let the reviews get you down. You know, pick it up as a demo if you can somewhere. Borrow it from a friend. Uh, <laughs> if you're Chris, just wait till I get it on my Xbox. <laughs> yep. Woohoo, weird loopholes. <laughs> but yeah, fun game. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah, I might try and check it out a little bit before uh, Extra Life. Who knows? I can use that while I'm trying to test things and make sure everything's coming through okay. Um, <laughs> otherwise, Nate, I have not watched, played, like I said, played anything. Uh, but what I do have for you is, that's right, here's finally the context for the thing that was like, for funsies. Just because, guess what, that's right, yes, Extra Life, coming up. We're, we're doing this Halloween weekend, and what's the best thing to do for Halloween? Watch scary movies. Nate, what's your favorite scary movie? That is a hard question. (laughs) I want to say the original Alien. Really? That is a fucking great movie. Um, Yeah. You you don't want to, like, exposit? I mean... (laughs) It was different from all the other Alien movies. Like, when we got to Aliens, it was about action. But Alien was a horror film. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I am per- somebody that personally absolutely hates aliens because I'm not <laughs> like I, it, you know, I, I think it's because I watched Alien and then I saw Aliens. I'm like, why did you go from a horror movie to an action movie? Because Ridley Scott wanted to make both of those things. <laughs> oh, but he didn't. Didn't um, James Cameron do Aliens? 
I believe so. Yeah. Um, well, I'm one of those weird people. Means a lot then, because yeah, I, I forgot about this. So I'm yeah, one of James those Cannon weird people that really actually enjoys. Um, like, I, Alien is my favorite, but I like Alien Three more than Aliens, um, <laughs> which a lot of people are like, "That's just Alien." The first, that's just the first movie in a in a prison. And I'm like, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and sometimes that's all you need to do: make the same thing in a different setting, and it works. Uh, but no, I I absolutely do love that. That is a great movie. Um, I I've only seen it a couple of times. I I would probably go with the thing. Have you seen the thing? I've seen the thing maybe twice in my entire lifetime. Like the original one or the 2013 one. The original one, okay. and the only thing that ever reminded me of the thing when I started, well, not when I started, but game-wise, was playing games like Among Us. Yeah. 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 Fuck, I love that game. Um, <laughs> they just put out, like the I think, either the beta or early access version, or it might be the full one of the VR version of Among Us. Um, mm-hmm. And God, if I wish that I had the money to be like have a whole room full with that that'd be incredible. Um, <laughs> God, I love Among Us. That was such a good game. Uh, can we go back to then? Can we go back to 2020 in only the way of playing the games that we were playing? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can still play Among Us at any time. The issue is you got to get enough people together. To I know that's the problem. All the people are on to other things, having other room, uh, other lives, doing other things. Um, <laughs> no, I yeah, it it really is that whole like not being able to trust anything around you. Um, including pets. Uh, and as somebody with three cats, man, oof. Uh, <laughs> but I also I will also shout out just the because I brought it up the um, the 2013 th- the thing because it's not a remake; it is a prequel to the original thing. Uh, I say the original thing because there's the like unoriginal original thing, but the thing from John mm-hmm. or James uh, John Carpenter. It was actually 2011. Is this, why, why do I always want to say 2013? Hmm. I don't know. Keep oh, going. I just oh, looked it up. Was all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's funny because the way that that movie ends, they have like the shot of the helicopter chasing the dog, and it leads into the beginning of the next movie. Um, and I think that's a really cool, really cool way of setting that up and bringing it together. Because um, you get to see what goes down in the like in the areas that you they explore from the first movie uh i don't know it's really good i highly if you haven't watched one if you haven't watched a thing highly recommend it if you haven't watched the 2011 i guess not 13 um prequel that they made which is also just called the thing um and you like the first one i recommend it because it like i said it works as a as a prequel and i think it's it's for the most part accepted as a pretty good movie um yes yeah and of course, like one of the better, one of the best things you can watch. That's like a, if you're not a really big horror person, um, fucking Cabin in the Woods, man. That shit's hilarious. Oh, yes. Completely. Cabin big. in the Woods works very well as a just parody of all horror things. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's got a great cast. Um, really good director, Drew Goddard, really good writer, Drew Goddard. No one else is attached to that. I don't know who the fuck you're thinking of. If you think of anybody else, um, (laughs) yeah. Are you looking up to see who else is attached to it? Nate, (laughs) you don't have to, there's nobody. It's Drew Goddard. Uh, 
And you know, Jesse Williams, one of the characters in Cabin in the Woods, also played one of the main characters of Detroit Become Human. Oh, yeah. He's he one, also of, one of them robots. <laughs> doesn't age like an actual robot. <laughs> Maybe he is an actual robot. How do you know? Yeah, and Chris Hemsworth was also in that movie. Yep. No reason why he was in any way connected to somebody that was involved in that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot that he was in it. See, because I like when people die in movies, you forget about them. Um, <laughs> yeah, you only really remember who lives to the end. Sorry, spoilers. Um, but it's also like a t- fucking decade old movie. When did Cabin come out? Twenty eleven. Oh shit! Same year as. The yes. thing 2013? <laughs> yes. Why do I think it's always 2013? I, there's got to be a reason behind it. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> oh, the film was commercially a flop. That sucks. Like I said, it was so good. I really enjoyed it. Um, whatever. I'm like looking at it, I'm like who who directed it? Matthias van Heidenheim. I don't know how to read German. <laughs> if it's Kraus, I can say it. <laughs> um Yeah. Sorry, now I'm just looking at all the like information about the movie. I don't need to look at the information for the movie. I've seen the movie. Um Alright, Nate. We got nothing. It's it's like I said, it's a slow news week, it's slow video game everything for me. Um I'm ready to hunker down and do nothing but prep and then get right over to that's right, the last time we can advertise and talk about it. Extra Life. <laughs> Extra Life twenty twenty three. We're doing our twenty four hour year yearly twenty four hour, our sixth annual. Sixth annual. We've been doing this for six years, Nate. I know disbelief is on your face. I saw it. <laughs> um, but yeah, six annual, twenty-four hour charity stream on Twitch. Uh, maybe next year we're gonna do it on YouTube. We'll have conversations about that later. Um, <laughs> but come join us starting October 29th at eight a.m. all the way up until October thirtieth at eight a.m. for games, tabletop games, card games. Games with friends that I made up on the spot. Maybe not on the spot. I'm working on it. We have a fake Jeopardy. That's all. Um, <laughs> you can donate and get wheel spins, which makes you either affect our game. You can get Steam keys. Uh, you can donate to enter into raffle for random items, um, including some table day. Really, the majority of it's all tabletop goodies. We got some games, uh, some player manual kind of stuff, all that wonderful little giblets 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 i'm gonna call it things fun things are now giblets um giblets. i don't know why but it is uh <laughs> but no uh we're excited we it's like one of our favorite things to do every year it's like up there with just covering random e3 and video game events but we mm-hmm. get to do so much more because we're actually doing it for a good reason <laughs> we're raising money for it nate do you know how to say it Miracle Network <laughs> Hospital of Children. There we go. Close <laughs> enough. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, come hang out. 
the thing will be somewhere on the screen. Uh, but yeah, come hang out. Share links if you can and you see them. Donate if you can. Um, and most of all, just, you know, have fun with us. We like having, we like entertaining people. It's fun. It makes yes. us, it helps us get through the 24 hours. It really does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Nate, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we popped out? Not really. I, in advance, we appreciate everyone who does join us and donate to our Extra Life campaign this year. Um, it's not even really a big help to us so much as it's a help to people in our community. And so, you know, just come, chill, hang out. If you don't want to, that's cool. Donation link is still up both before and after our stream. So feel free to uh, give it any time. Yeah, donations are accepted all the way up until, I believe, the end of the year. Um, and before even the thing. So if you are listening to this on Monday, because it's definitely not Sunday. I'm definitely not getting this out tonight. Uh, <laughs> you can go ahead, donate, or you can just share that link with your friends, family, uh, force your coworkers, force your coworkers, especially the ones you don't like. Make them know that if you aren't donating, you know that they're a shitty person. Uh, <laughs> just go in the office every day and put fish in the microwave. No, say, <laughs> say, if you don't donate, I will continue to microwave tuna fish. Um, bleh, I'm so mad that you talked about that. All right, Nate. You ready to go? You ready to go? I am. Call out. Look, we're, this is an under podcast, under hour podcast. I feel like we should just bullshit up until we get an hour. I'm lying. We're not. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. I have been Chris, a.k.a. Tom Rubrito. He has been Nate, a.k.a. Little Teapot. You can find us on social media at those places. Well, me, he could just Twitter for him. Oh, well, right that way. Twitter <clears> for him. Uh, and, of course, if you like what we do, like what we're saying, like what you hear, all that wonderful, wonderful, <gasps> wonderful, fun things, wonderful things, um, you can find us all on Space Time Taco, everywhere at Space Time Taco, everywhere even Pornhub it's the weirdest fucking thing but we're there too um and hey you know if Markiplier can open up a OnlyFans we can have a Pornhub account fuck it uh <laughs> go inside and play video games <laughs>